Hey, what's up, Geek Church? It's your boy, Jared. And, um, yeah, it's your boy. I feel particularly cool today because I have a super sweet sweatshirt from YouthCon. And it's the last day YouthCon. But, anyways, that's not what we're going to talk about. Hey, first off, let's talk about this. Let's talk about suffering for Jesus. Particularly the fact that um, I'm at youth convention and Obi-Wan has been out for two days and I have not seen it yet. <laughs> this is this is true suffering for Jesus, right? Um, we always made fun of like pastors or missionaries who were called to Hawaii. It's like, oh, you're suffering for the Lord. So here I am suffering for the Lord. I haven't seen Obi-Wan in two days. Uh, I'm, I'm obviously joking here. Um, I'm blessed to be here <clears throat> at Youth Convention. It's, it's super surreal because it's like, it's my first and last time here at this district. Um, it's my first time at this district because I got here right before COVID. So the last two years they haven't had one. And it's my last because I'm uh, in about three weeks. I won't be the youth pastor here anymore. Um, and I'm not even going on to a new youth group. So that's what's super weird. I'm still staying on at the church just in a different role as the connection pastor. So super weird. Um, I mean, I'm sure I'll be back as a leader at some point. But, I don't know, maybe not next year. Maybe, I don't know, maybe. Maybe I'll be back next year, but as a leader, maybe I'll be back working with my other buddy youth pastors on things. I want to be with my group. I'll be doing, I don't know. It's just, so it's weird. A lot of uncertainty. Um, also, like, anticipation is a better word than uncertainty. So it's cool. Um, hey, I actually, I had a few things I want to talk about. So Obi-Wan, I'm super excited for that. Okay, I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't really know, maybe no is not the right word, maybe believe that it was a that Disney Plus show until like a week ago. <laughs> but listen, it's not because it's like, oh, Jared, you know, you're, you're a show called Geek Church and you don't even know that like Obi-Wan's coming out. No, the reason I don't know Obi-Wan's coming out is because fools have been telling me Obi-Wan's coming out for like three, four years. You know how many trailers, like air quotes, like official trailers I've seen over like the last three years of an Obi-Wan movie? Like, I didn't believe it. So it wasn't until, like, I started seeing, like, Ewan McGregor interview things pop up, like, a week or two ago. And I'm like, hey, this this might actually be a thing. Like, maybe they're going to actually start production. But I didn't even look it up because every time I've looked it up, it, there's all these articles about, like, oh, it's going to happen. They're going to blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, I just, I can't. I can't get my hopes up anymore. It's like, I feel like this must be like Sarah felt like when she's like, you know, wanting a, a baby and with Abraham and she's like, I, I can't get pregnant. Now I'm an old woman. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. And then she like laughed, right? Laughed. I'm not comparing like Obi-Wan to Isaac being born at all. Uh, but I just like, you know how she laughed. And I was like, yeah, this ain't happening. This is never happening. And so I just like literally have become like blind to it. So even when like you and McGregor started talking about it and then they brought it like hating Christians in and stuff. And I'm like, oh, man, this might actually be real. They're going to like start shooting this stuff. And then like my wife is like, hey, Obi-Wan comes out tomorrow and you're going to be like at youth convention. Or maybe she was like in a cut like this weekend. You're going to be at youth convention. I'm like, wait, what? Like they 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 already done made it. Like, you know, are you kidding me? I'm like, dang. Okay, maybe I got a little too blind to that. So I'm super excited about that. Actually, I'm not. I'm like, I'm kind of apprehensive because it it's like such a big deal for me. So it's like, oh man. And it's like a big deal for my wife. Like she doesn't, I mean, she's watched, she's like, a, you know, a Star Wars fan, but she liked Mandalorian. She did not really care for House of Fett. Like she doesn't really care about the Ahsoka show. There's a few things like that, but like, she's like Obi-Wan, that's my jam. She's like in love with Obi-Wan. 
Um, uh, she also is in love with e- Ewan McGregor. So like, it's like a double threat there. Right. And so she's excited. We're going to watch this thing together. We'll do some podcast episodes about it. But, um, I kind of feel emotional about it. Cause I feel like, I don't know, man, like, I don't know if I'm ready for this. I, I feel like I haven't had the time because I blocked it out to prepare for it. So yeah, let me know. Like, let me know like what you, what your thoughts are. Like, I'm sure like at this point it's been two days. You've probably already watched the episode, but if you see, see this or listen to this in the future, whatever, let me know, like, in the comments. Like, what were your thoughts, your first impressions of the show? Is it everything you hoped for? Or did it suck? Were you let down? Are you excited? What's up with it? So, hey, a few things I have been reading. So, and, and some content I'm going to be working on here soon. Not everything I read or write or play is going to turn into an episode, but most of it will. So uh, something I really enjoyed, and I am, I'm going to be producing at least one, if not several pieces, and I'm going to have a, a, a flagship piece of content come out on. Um, I'm going to have essentially a comics version of the first play show, and I'm going to be talking about Scoopy Apocalypse. <laughs> the Scooby Apocalypse. Like, no joke, it's a Scooby-Doo comic. Now, it's not new. I think it's been out since, since like 16 or 18 or something like that. It's 16, 17, somewhere around there. So it's by no means is it new, but it's pretty dang awesome. Like, it's not amazing, but it's pretty good, right? So I found this in the comic when I was like, I got to get back into Geek Church. Like, one of the first things I did is I went to Barnes & Noble because that's how Jeff and I used to rock it. We didn't have – I was a youth pastor, and he was an unpaid intern. We didn't have the money to buy comics every week. So we'd go down to the bookstore and read the graphic novels and review those. So I'm like, that's the first thing I did. I went down. And I was like, I'm going to check something. I want to look at something. I want to read it. And I saw it. I'm like, huh. I want to know how much this sucks. (laughs) So I started reading it. And I'm not going to lie, guys. I have a bit of a crush on Velma. She's Now, granted, it's the first issue. And they all kind of suck at this point, except for Scooby, who's kind of awesome. But, like, I got a little bit of a fan crush on Velma. She's like, and I know it's kind of cliche thing, right? Like, I know, like, back in, like, the 70s or whatever, 80s when the show was out, she was the nerd and and Daphne was, like, the hot one that everyone loved. But, like, I know Velma's become popular and she's the one that everyone thinks is cool. Um, But her character is pretty awesome. Again, it's the first episode, so they spent, or the first issue, a couple issues, because it's graphic novel, volume, there we go. So I know that she's they're all a little bit shell-shocked and they haven't quite got into their characters yet. But she's like this super smart genius. Not just like in the show. She's like, jinkies, though she does say that. Um, and, and like, I can find clues with a magnifying glass when everyone else walks right over that. You know, like she's like actually like running a research facility, uh, which is integral to the plot. And I won't get into the plot on this one. I will, obviously, in, in upcoming videos. So like I'm watching it and... It's super cool. Like, the two characters who I like the least are my favorite, and the two characters I typically probably would have liked more are my least favorite. I don't really like Daphne. She's um, a bit much, (laughs) and then kind of falls apart. Uh, Fred is more like Fred Flintstone in this thing. He's a bit dumb, and he's definitely, like, loved drunk like lovesick he's like just following her around like anything goes blah 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 um their characters weren't great which they weren't great in the cartoon but like i said velma's awesome though she isn't in the best standing with the group in the beginning that's probably the weirdest part is that they're not like a group they were just like individuals 
for the most part. Like, Shaggy and Velma knew each other, kind of. They worked at the same research facility. Uh, Velma, no, Daphne and Fred did know each other. Like, they went to college, and he's been in love with her. They, like, dated once, but it didn't work out. And he's just following her around like a puppy dog ever since, hoping to one day get together. I think he he's like he like randomly proposes to her all the time, and she's like, "I'm gonna kill you if you ever do this again." Um, Shaggy, I never liked Shaggy or really Scooby to be honest. Which therefore, I had no interest in the show in general, other than like when they were doing things with Batman. And even then, I kind of was like, "Man, you're kind of screwed up the storyline here. Let Batman and Robin go do their thing." Um, Shaggy's pretty cool. He's totally like a millennial hipster dude. He's like a dog trainer in the thing. Thus, he's with with Scooby. Uh, Scooby is the dumbest of the smart dogs in this program, which is hilarious. He's still like you know smart. He can talk and and whatnot. They gave him this interesting thing because you know in in the show he was a coward, him and Shaggy, and he still is. But he goes into like this like protector mode so even though he's like a coward like he goes in this protector mode and like just like kills these monsters and protects the people and that's kind of cool i think so far the best part has been just because of the sheer friggin irony of this thing is they haven't done really anything with it yet um other than like scooby was bullied by the other dogs in the program because like i said he was kind of considered a failure he was considered a failure he was the dumbest of all the smart dogs um, can't talk in complete sentences, does the whole rut row thing and can't talk right. Um, and so he, it was established early on that like, he like, heck I got picked on by the other dogs to the point where like the other dogs almost killed him once. And like, that's how he, him and Shaggy met. And then Shaggy being like this, like pacifist hippie guy, like took a liking to him. Right. Um, but like legit partway through it like reveals like this pack of dogs that got out and they're like we have to hunt them down for two reasons one like our tech that makes us smart is going to wear off and so we need to find velma to like fix it and upgrade it and two because i want to kill scooby (laughs) and i'm like oh okay this dog's okay whatever and then it's like because i'm scrappy do and i'm gonna kill scoop i'm like oh i did not see that coming it's like scrappy do his little like you know cousin nephew nephew you know character is like the bad guy setting up for like volume two to be the bad guy and i'm like that's ingenious super weird super weird but ingenious so i'm really digging that and like so i'm gonna be producing one or two pieces of content um uh definitely i have like a flagship piece of content coming up i haven't really named like so i have the first play i don't know what i'm gonna call it when it's first play for comics or movies I finally got around to watching Batman. <sighs> I don't know, man. I think I need to watch it again or have more time to process. Like, because I did not like it. And the more time goes on, I think I'm liking it more. And I have a lot of positive things to say about it. I just didn't enjoy it that much. Like, I think they did a fantastic job. Like, there's so much. And I'll, I'll probably do, like, a, a more content on this. So I won't get into it too much. But, like, I think they did a great job. they established this like really realistic world i think Uh, robert patterson did a bang-up job on the acting i love like and i I have to realize like okay yes it's his his like his first two years he's only been doing this for two years commissioner gordon's not even a commissioner yet it's early on he's not going to be like the well-established like super expert batman yet 
he doesn't even really go by Batman. He's like, I am vengeance is basically what he goes by. Like, I, I don't even know if anyone referred to him as Batman or the Batman in the entire thing. So that was interesting. But so it's like he's early on. So I get that. It's like Batman year one. Right. Except for it's obviously his second year. So that I get. And I, 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 I can allow the fact that he's not as much of the expert. But I do really like that they show like his detective skills. Right. So like he, like they cops kind of begrudgingly let him in because of gordon who what was he a lieutenant i think lieutenant gordon they'll let him into crime scenes and i love his like csi approach like he just like stands he's super creepy and super awkward right like he has like no social skills he just kind of stands there in the room and it's like and all right looking around but they really did a good job of like close-ups on his eyes and showing like almost like in a watered down like sherlock manner just him taking in all the details so i thought that was really cool they went less with like the whole i'm batman i'm a karate guy i'm gonna beat everyone up um they made it even more realistic by being like he has like just full-on body armor so like he he doesn't even like dodge all he just he got shot like 300 times in the movie um his body armor just protected him um uh i just got a text message so yeah, that was that was kind of cool. And I love that he would just walk into a crime scene and you just see his eyes like tracking around and processing and and he'd like find clues and he'd like walk over to a clue and look at it and they'd be like, oh, go take a picture of that. Oh, go tag that. Like they, they clearly missed it, right? So that I really thought was really cool. Um, I, I don't care that they quote unquote screwed up the Riddler like some people say. Uh, I do think they made him maybe a little too close to the Joker, especially since they then kind of like introduced the Joker at the end. So I don't know if maybe that was an issue, like for future movies, because they kind of made him. Yeah, I don't know, but like we'll see how that goes and how maybe they'll just make the Joker different. But I thought it was good. Like, like I said, the main thing I felt was missing was like the crazy action scenes from like the '90s Batman movies. But that would have ruined the movie. I think they weren't really going for that approach. And I don't love that he wasn't already the master tactician. Like, I don't love that like the Riddler was taunting him and like you haven't figured it out. Maybe you're not as smart as I thought. I mean, no, he's Batman. He's the smartest one there is, right? But I'm like, okay, it's, it's, it's year two, whatever. Give him, a, give him a minute. Give him a break. Um, I thought that, like, the parts that felt awkward and not as good as a normal superhero movie actually were to its credit because it was, again, much more realistic and not as corny, but then also kind of made it awkward sometimes. Like, Like, yeah. So I enjoyed it, but it was also kind of weird. Like, I'm so used to, like, Marvel movies now where everything's, like, here's popcorn and sugary soda handed right to you. And so um, I think I'm still processing. But overall, I'd say it was pretty good. And I think doing this was cathartic, too. Like, kind of helped me realize how much I enjoyed it. Um, Man, Don't Look Up. That was interesting with Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> Sorry. I did not mean to do that. As a kid, we called him Leonardo DiCaprio. The guys did because we were jealous that all the girls loved him. Leonardo DiCaprio, that was really interesting. Clearly had a very specific agenda. I'm going to definitely be producing some content around that um, and some flagship content for sure. Uh, I just had a lot of research to do with it, some apologetics research and stuff. That was interesting. Um, if, if you're looking for like a, a very intellectual take on the end of the world with quite a bit of... Uh, like tongue-in-cheek and dry humor 
uh, and you don't mind it having a very clear left-leaning slant, um, an anti-conservative viewpoint, then maybe check that out. If any of those things will bother you or trigger you, then maybe avoid it. Uh, so that's, that's interesting. See, what else have I been... I've been playing uh, Evil Dead the game, and I started Elden Ring, and I'm loving that. I've pretty much lost interest in Salt and Sacrifice from the moment I started playing Elden Ring because it's just like a, such a better version of it. So, yeah, I'm kind of sad to say that. Like, the last time my son and I played, we both were kind of bored. We were just kind of, like, grinding it out for some salts to level up. Kind of were losing it. Like, you could tell that we weren't nearly as excited. We're, like, leveling up our character. Right? We don't know what any of these things really mean. We're just, like, leveling up stuff and hoping it's going to help us. So, yeah, I think the, the steam has kind of been let out of the cells on that one. So, all right, with that, I think I need to wrap this up because I did get a text message. We are getting ready to go to breakfast. So there's just a little bit of a mini episode there catching up on some stuff that I'm I'm uh, reading, watching, playing, and whatnot. So um, I will be back next time, hopefully for a full episode. Peace out. Remember, love up your faith.